Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. I really just want to, like, fall down on the floor and blubber like an, that's what I want to do. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If y'all would go with me to Luke chapter 15, starting in verse 11. We want to talk about the prodigal. Natalie told me a few months ago that this was the year of the prodigal. <laughs> Bring them home, God. Bring every prodigal home, God. Bring them home, God. You said everyone that belongs to Freedom Ministries, you would bring to Freedom Ministries. And so we just call them back, God. We call those that left that belong here. We want them back, God. Those that are out there that ain't never heard of us, God. If they belong here, we ask you to bring them. Bring them to us. And we thank you for it. But for every prodigal, God, I thank you for bringing them home. I can't hardly read. Whew. Pastor Robert, if y'all have missed any of the School of Ministry on Tuesday nights, please go back to, on Facebook and sit down <laughs> and turn those on and get your notebook and your Bible and study. The, I mean, it has been, well, y'all know what kind of a teacher he is, but it has been so good, so good. And he's been talking to us the last couple of weeks about being a steward. And, you know, he's teaching on biblical finance. But when you start looking at being a steward, you, it's not just your money. And so last week he talked about how we have to be a steward of me. I am required to be a steward of me. Now, I am a steward. We are all stewards. But what kind of steward are we? A steward means a manager of someone else's property. Hey, I am not my own. To you I belong. I give myself, I give myself away. That is being a steward of his property. So I can't say I don't want to minister to you. I can't say that I don't want to pray for you. I can't say that. I don't belong to me. I belong to him. You belong to him. Right? There's scripture that says that. We belong to him. So we are a steward. Now, am I a good steward or am I a bad steward? If I'm a good steward, I'm going to be producing fruit. Life is going to be changing. I'm going to be giving myself away. 
I'm going to be doing this. I'm, you know, I'm going to be producing some more of me. And that needs to be good. Okay? Apostle Angie, <laughs> she said, the anointing is still on increase. I said, Apostle, I know, because I was up here Friday morning, and I was just in here praying, just praying over the sanctuary, praying over you, praying over Freedom Ministries, and out of my belly started coming increase, increase, increase in glory, increase in the presence, increase in the fire. I mean, it was like strong. Come on, God, increase, increase. And y'all know she released in here, was it last week or week before? I don't remember the, the, the triple anointing. Last week at the School of Ministry, the triple anointing. <laughs> Do y'all know that that's increased? Oh, my goodness. Triple anointing. Triple anointing. That's three. Triple anointing. Hallelujah. Whew. Then we've been talking about fear in home groups. I'm telling you, we're just getting full of the Word of God, full of it. And I'm telling you that we have to treasure this thing in our heart because I, I just believe that we're going to have to have it in my heart. It's going to have to be in here, okay? Well, I wanted to look at the prodigal this week because I saw something. I saw something in the prodigal. You know, prodigal is not in the Bible. That word's not in there. That's just, that's what we call him because this is what he was. And But you know what that word means? Um, squanderer. A squanderer. Wasteful. That's what it means. So he was a squandering son. What kind of steward are we? I'm not getting on nobody in here. All the fingers is pointed back at me, okay? All right? Know that I am in this thing with you. <laughs> Amen? Because he preaches to me before I give it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said something the other day about it's been, you know, I, I was telling, Josh and I were talking, and, and I said, well, you know, Usually when, when we come through a test, we have a minute, you know, before we go into another test. And so we can rejoice in the time, you know. I said, but I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't had a minute. <laughs> it's like I go from one and before that one's over, here comes another one. He said, well, you don't preach those easy messages. So today, thus saith the Lord, you get in the car. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's preach some easy stuff. No, I like that meme that says sugar-coated truth leads to, sugar-coated gospel leads to truth decay. And I don't want that. I'm not going to stand before God Almighty and Him say, why did you do that? Why didn't you speak the truth to my people? I gave you the platform, and then you preached what they wanted to hear. But y'all are not like that. I know that y'all are remnant, and y'all want to know the truth. You want to know what God is saying, and y'all are so blurry, I just want to tell you. Y'all are blurry. Thank you, G. And, and I'm also going to say, I haven't, this is, I haven't used this Bible in a long time. I haven't, I haven't used this particular one. And I opened it up, and, and there was a, a check in it. 
And I thought, man, I missed that because I hadn't used it in a long time. But then I looked at the date, and I'm like, no, that says 19. That says 19. Increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is good, y'all. And you can't outgive him. You cannot outgive him because that's more than what I just gave. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. He is so wonderful. Okay, all right. Let's look at this in verse 11. And he said, a certain man, this is Jesus, and he's talking in those parables, you know, because we have been given the, we, 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 <laughs> it has been given to us to understand these things. But he speaks in parables because he don't want the devil's folks knowing what he's talking about. Right? Okay. Okay, so a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. When he asked the father, did the father say, Now, boy, you know you ain't responsible enough for me to give you that money right now. Boy, I ain't about to give you that. <laughs> did he do that? Did he try to talk him out of it? Did he scold him? He didn't do, you know what he, what he did? Gave it to him. Just gave it to him. Just gave it to him. But his portion, this is one of the things that I saw. He said, give me my portion. Well, we know that that portion means my part, right? My lot. You know what it also means? Hang on. Y'all ready? Destiny. That word is used for destiny. And when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. I got to look at this again. Destiny. God will let us go out and squander our destiny. He will. How many of us are squandering our destiny because we're afraid? How many of us are squandering our destiny because we just don't want to? We think that rebellion is just, you know, my stubbornness, which is witchcraft. I can just throw that out there. So don't, I don't want to hear none of y'all in this place again say, I'm just stubborn. I'm so stubborn. They always tell me I'm stubborn. In the name of Jesus, I bind it, and I cast that thing out of you. That ain't nothing but witchcraft. The sin of rebellion not is like witchcraft. It is witchcraft. You are not your own. You do not belong to yourself. He bought you. She just said it. She ain't there no more. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> she just sang it. I can't know how much it cost to see my sin on that cross. He paid a huge price for me. For me to just do what I want to do? Excuse me. In the name of Jesus, we bind that spirit of witchcraft. And I command you to come off of these people. In Jesus' name. So, 
He said, give me my portion, which is my destiny. And it says that he gave him of his living. Gave him, gave them the portions of their living. And that living means, you know, my livelihood. It means my resources. It also means my course of life, which is my destiny. (laughs) This is going somewhere. Amen. In verse 13. It says, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. We're going to look at some of these words today, okay? That word journey means to go away into a foreign place. Foreign. Y'all know what foreign means, right? I do not belong there. This is not my land. This ain't my home. That's not my home. So whenever I get off in that rebellion, stubborn witchcraft to do my own thing instead of what he created me to do, instead of what he put me here to do, I am where I do not belong. Amen? Country is an empty expanse. An empty expanse. I'm teaching y'all something today. I feel like Paula White. I'm teaching y'all today. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting. Come on. Hallelujah. When I set off on my own thing, when I refuse to even find out what my destiny is, come on. I know that's it. I know that's a thing. Because, you know, we talked about it in prayer. We we get so bound up in this fear. Well, well. One time God showed me that I, I, well, my core was fear. I've told you all about it. The core of me was fear. And, and it was fear of, of um, control. So if you're afraid of control, you yield to control. You bow to control, whatever. And I want you to control me because I don't want to have to think on my own. You know, I don't want you, you know. But I was also, that fear was in there, and I was afraid of what God was going to require me to do. So I would not open myself up to even hear him. Because there was a part of me that knew I was going to be afraid to do what he wanted me to do. And then I had that dream 17 years ago. And I was like, uh, no. I am not going there. Because I was afraid to do what he called me to do. Okay? But that's rebellion. That's witchcraft. I don't belong to myself. I have to do what he and I t- discussed before I ever came here. So he put me here to do a, a certain thing. It's a, my purpose. It's my destiny. And I have to go on and do it. I have to find out what he wants of me. I have to find out what's in my book. I have to. It is my responsibility to do that. Amen. I am not supposed to be in a foreign, empty expanse. Because there is no life in there. There's no life in that place. And that empty expanse, y'all, is simply leaving the presence of my Father. Because when I set out to disobey, guess what I do? I leave the presence of God. I'm, so, I'm on stage. See, he tells me that I am in this world, but I'm not of this world. 
So whenever I decide to move out of what God has for me, seeking after him and seeking after his will in order to obey him about what I am supposed to do. I, I put a thing on Freedom Ministries page today, I think, this morning, with that fingerprint. We, are all, we all have a unique fingerprint because you are the only one that can touch certain places. The only one. It's for you to leave a unique print upon this world. Okay. I am in it, but I ain't of it. So I got to decide what I'm going to do. Am I going to go on ahead with him? Am I going to come back into his presence, into his kingdom? Am I going to leave that empty expanse? Am I going to become a good steward? Because y'all know what he said to the, to the unfaithful steward. He cast him out. That's, I think that's the very next thing, the very next parable. Yeah, in chapter 16. He cast that unrighteous steward out. So I am a steward. You are a steward of more than just your money. You're a steward with this body. You are a steward with this soul and with your spirit. You are a steward of these things. And we have to hear God on what it is that he wants me to do. Because you have hmm, you've been created for a time as this, such a time as this. We were placed here now for a reason. And it's not to just sit on a pew. I'm sorry. It is not to just sit on a pew. Amen. Okay, Jesus. 14. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Now, he went and glued himself to someone who belonged to a foreign land. He joined himself to someone that did not belong in the place he belonged. He, he was in a foreign land. He didn't belong there. It's not his home. So he says, what does light have to do with darkness? Don't be unequally yoked. You know, there's all kinds of scriptures that we can look at. Don't be lining yourself up with those of the world. We are to minister to them, and we are to love them. But we ain't supposed to be gluing myself to them. I ain't of this world. Come on, I'm of the kingdom of God. Come on. That ain't me. I don't belong down there pecking with the chickens. I'm supposed to be soaring with the eagles. Come on. I'm trying to tell you who you are today. I want you to know who you are. You are not supposed to be wallowing in the world. You are not. You do, that is a foreign land to you. That is empty expanse, and you don't belong there. Get up. Get up, get up, get up, just like he did. It says in 16, and he would feign. That means he lusted after because he was hungry. 
because he knew he was not supposed to be there. He wasn't being fed there. He fixing to die where he is. Right? He was even wanting the husk and stuff that the pigs were eating. Verse 17. And when he came to himself. Well, wait, 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 wait. We got to go back here and look at that riotous living. Where's a riotous living? 13. My goodness, we passed that. We went way past it. That riotous living is that lasciviousness. That simply means without restraint. I do whatever, whenever, however. It's all about me anyway. That's what that means. I cast off all restraint and I go with it, go at it as hard as I can go. Y'all, quiet. How many of us have done that? You ever done that with a bag of Oreos? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Whether it's some kind of drug or some kind of alcohol or some kind of sex. Come on, I'm going to touch them all. Because he talks about the sexually immoral more than he does anything else. Come on. It is a sin unto your body when you have sex with someone you're not married to. He talks about that more than he does any other kind of sin. And, and some people are addicted to the stuff. We're addicted to it. And that's what lasciviousness is. When I am addicted to something other than him. I am addicted to sex. Or I am addicted to alcohol. Or I am addicted to a video game. Come on, Facebook. Come on. I know there's something. There ain't none in here. I heard an old Lord, didn't I? I heard an old Lord. But all of you on Facebook, I know, I, I'm sorry, but I got to. I got to. Because I ain't going to stand before him. Mm-mm. So if you're addicted to those video games, if you allow your children to be addicted to those video games, I love my little, my little man. I love him. He, can't, he ain't going to go five minutes without looking at the phone. I'm talking about my little godson. We uh-uh. I'm I'm like no. You can look at it for a minute and put it down. Because because that create because he's going after that. He ain't going after God. And whenever we sit for hours in front of Netflix, they call it vegging out for a reason. Cause you go. You just get in that zone. God, that ain't no God. I love Elder Eloise because when Cupcake was little bitty she, and she'd start kind of fussing and whining and carrying on, she'd say, wait a minute, wait a minute, let us put some Jesus in it. There ain't no Jesus in that vegging out in them Netflix. There ain't no Jesus in vegging out on that game. There ain't no Jesus in that. We better get some Jesus up in our stuff. We better get some Jesus in there. Otherwise, I'm in that foreign land where I do not belong. And it is empty, 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 empty. And I am just casting all restraint away, being wild. No authority. 
We were also talking about Matthew 7 where it says, they said, you know, but I cast out devils and I did all this in your name. And he says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't know you. See, it's his name that does that. It's not me. But that worker of iniquity is you never gave God the right to have authority over your life. You lived in lawlessness. You did whatever you wanted to do. This life was your own. But you believed in his name. So we better uh, look at some things about ourselves. I can believe in his name. And the wonders and the signs and the miracles are going to happen. But do I know him? And does he know me? And that word is intimate. Do I have intimacy with him? Does he know the ins and outs of me? And when he knows the ins and outs of me, he's going to start touching some things in me. Do I give him authority over me to touch those things and then deal with it? Do I deal with it or not? Or if he shows me that you are you walk in control, or you walk in witchcraft, or you you give yourself, you are given over to lasciviousness. When he says that to me, do I deal with it? Or do I go <laughs> roll my eyes and keep on going? Y'all, I'm a, see, when he gets on to me, I'm a getting on to y'all. Because I know I ain't no different than all y'all. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't want to squander my destiny. I don't want to waste my destiny. I don't want to waste it, y'all. I don't want to get there and everything get burned up. Mm-mm. I don't want that. I want to. That's one of the things that was said over Stephen last week, that you will have many treasures to lay at the feet of Jesus, at the feet of the Master. I want some treasure to lay at his feet. I want to give him something that was for him. See, that's what he's talking about. If I even go about doing the works, which is what the elder brother was doing, he was working the whole time, but he didn't know the Father either. He didn't know him. He didn't know what he had was his. He didn't have to have daddy give him a fatted calf. He could have went and got one. It all belonged to him. Okay. In verse 14, man, I skipped everything. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Do you know what that word is? Okay, let me, let me look at it. Hustera. Oh, hustera. Oh, that's the word we get hysteria from. That means, it means an unimaginable, overwhelming fear. Come on, y'all. If I am walking in what he gave me, I am doing what he's telling me to do. We say that we are afraid of what he's called us to do. Overwhelming, unimaginable fear comes when I walk in rebellion. I'm just going to 
Be quiet. Let that soak in for a second. Because whenever I step out into that rebellion and I ain't doing what God called me to do, open the, the doors wide open. The enemy can, he, it's wide open. He can have his way. Overwhelming, unimaginable fear. God said, I didn't give you no spirit of fear. So if I'm in fear of anything, I am outside of him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The doorknob is, he said, Jesus stands at the door and knocks, and the doorknob is on the inside. I have to open it. And, and I open it to everything. I'm the one. Mm, okay. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. When we leave the presence of Father, when I leave the presence of my Father to take my destiny into a place where I don't belong, unimaginable, overwhelming fear comes in. That fear <laughs> brings torment. Amen. I have to bow before God. I have to fall up on my face. I have to come to my senses. I have to come to my senses. I have to get up and get out of that foreign place where I don't belong. I don't belong there. Y'all, I'm talking about way more than your money. He squandered more than $2,500. You know what I'm saying? He was squandering his life. He was squandering his destiny. That's what we do when we refuse to hear God on what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm squandering it if I'm in fear. I'm squandering it when I'm in rebellion. I'm squandering my purpose whenever I yield to being stubborn. And I won't just go ahead and surrender to him and do what he's called me to do. Amen. I'm preaching good right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I ain't eating the pig slop. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. You know, I don't. Sometimes I don't want to stand up here and speak some of the words that he has me speak. I want to give y'all all that good stuff. I do. But the good stuff comes afterwards. We got to deal with ourselves. I cannot be mean and hateful. And I am sometimes. But I, I can't be that way, and I, I'm asking God to help me. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be in rebellion. I am not going to be in witchcraft. And we think witchcraft, I know some of us think witchcraft is casting spells, and it is. But there is more levels to it. There's a lot more levels to that thing. Thank you. She don't want no phony baloney. She wants prime rib. Hallelujah. She wants some meat. We get a little milk with our meat. Amen. Hey. Ah, speaking in tongues on Facebook. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Because that's who we are. 
I'm not ashamed of the Holy Ghost. I'm not ashamed of Him. He's the one that gives me the power to get up out of that foreign land and join myself back to my Father. He's the one that gives me the power and the ability to do that. Hallelujah. Without Him, I can't fulfill my destiny anyway. Come on. Holy Ghost is the best thing ever happened to me outside of salvation because I can't have him if I ain't saved. But he's the best thing. He's the helper. He's the provider. He's the one that teaches me. He's the one that tries to keep me out of trouble. <sighs> Do it all the time. Hear that voice. And y'all know it gets smaller and it gets quieter. At first, when I first start coming into the things of God, it's like, you know, you get that, that God wants to do something, you know. Then all of a sudden, it's like, then it takes faith, you know, step, and it takes faith when you're just coming into it and you yield into the butterflies, too. Yes, it takes faith, but our faith has to grow. Okay? And we're coming in to things. But I have to get up out of that foreign land. Come on. I have to get up out of that because I don't belong there. Okay. Um, the New Living Translation and a bunch of them says when he came to his senses. The, the um, Passion Translation says humiliated, he finally realized what he was doing. God help us to finally realize what we are doing. What we are doing with our destiny. What kind of steward am I of me? So what actually happened in verse 17? Is it 17? Man, I turned that page and I was in 20-something. It says that when he came to himself, he said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> How many of my, my father's hired servants eat what they want? They're clothed. They're not living in the pig slop. My father's servants. So what happened to him in 17, 18, 19? See, in 20 it says he arose <laughs> and he ran to his father. He was on his way back home. And when his father, see, his father is good. His father didn't scold him when he wanted his stuff. And he didn't scold him when he came back. He never mentioned it. Oh, uh, we want to, boy, boy, <laughs> Stephen, he's always saying, boy, he's trying to be country, and he ain't country. Quit trying to be country. <laughs> he's city. <laughs> Praise God for you. <laughs> but the father didn't say, mm-hmm, you to listen to me, you still have some money. But you got to come on back up in here, and I got to help you again. Ugh. 
I know, I know this is from your mama's side because I raised you different. Because, you know, we, ain't, we can't take blame for nothing. Ain't none of it my fault. So you acting like your mama's side of the family. They didn't never listen to nobody no how. Father didn't do that. He did not condemn him. He, did, he, he was looking for him. He was watching for him. He's like, my son's coming home. I know he's coming home. And he saw a dot way down the road. You know it was a dot. And he's like, and he ran out to meet him. And that's what I, we were saying this morning. If you don't know him or if you've been away from him, just turn and come back to him. Because his arms are open wide and he receives you completely. And as far as the east is from the west, that's how far. Hey. That's how far he throws my sin from me. And he does not bring it up. Never, ever, ever does he bring up my sin. If anybody brings up your sin to you, they full of the devil, even if they're standing in the church. Especially if they're standing in the church. Because I'm going to tell you, the church, the church is full of religion. It's full of it. Religion ain't no good thing. It is not good. Religion is what killed Jesus Christ, and he tries to kill Jesus Christ in you. Religion is a bunch of rules and regulations with no relationship. That's what religion is. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't look this way. You, you got to wear your hair like this, and you can't wear no lipstick because, you know, that's religion. Or you got to act a certain way. It's religion. Religion is not God. And that's why, that's why when Apostle Angie, whoo, I saw her. Pastor Eileen had been dead a less than a week. She had gone to heaven less than a week. And, and Apostle Angie come in here, and she started preaching. And, and I saw it when it came on her. She's like, whoa, religion? She stomped her foot. <laughs> You get out of here. We will not bow to you. We, you know, and she t went off to war with that thing. Because you can feel that thing when it rises up. Want us to be normal. We ain't normal. We ain't never going to be normal. I don't want to be normal. Normal is dead. There ain't no life in normal. You know what a normal Christian is? Somebody burning for Jesus Christ, going after him 100%, raising the dead, casting out devils, knowing him and he knowing them. That's normal. I'm supposed to walk into a room and devils go, that's supposed to happen. It happened to me one time, and you know what I did? Uh. That's exactly what I did. I was, uh. I know what to do. Try it again. But that's what's supposed to be happening. When I walk in the room, atmospheres are supposed to change to the good. Because I'm the one with dominion. You have dominion. You have it. We're supposed to get up out of that foreign land, that empty place, and get back in the presence of my Father. <laughs> Woo! So he can do something through us. 
So he can touch CrossFit Arkansas through us. So he can touch where you work through you. So he can touch where you go when you go to Walmart. He wants to blow somebody's mind up into Walmart. Yes, he does. And I just, you know, we, we take the mask off. We, I walked in Walmart. It was a couple of years ago, but not that many years ago. I mean, it wasn't like no 10. It was just a few years ago. And, and for some reason, this girl just started talking to me. I didn't know her. I'd never seen her before in my life. She started talking to me. And, and he, when she said the first word, I heard him say, put your hand on her back and pray for her. I did that again. <laughs> the music and everything stopped. Wow. And as we kept talking, because I didn't do it, as we kept talking, she, just, she told me things that was going on in her life, and, and she had a really bad, uh, some kind of an accident, and it messed up her back. I still didn't do it because of fear. You know where I was? I was in a foreign land that was empty with no life, squandering my destiny, squandering my destiny. Mm-hmm. But then I went to Walmart one time, and this girl said her kids, her, both of her boys was over in, I don't know, Afghanistan or someplace, and I need you to pray. I said, okay, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just lift up these, and started praying right then, and she said, thank you, and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, hey, but that's okay. I didn't let fear stop me that time. Amen. Okay. So we're coming to the good stuff, okay? <laughs> I like the good stuff. Thank you, Jesus. So he was squandering everything. He was not walking in obedience. He was walking in his own way, which is what I did at the Walmart twice. Did my own, own thing. One, no, one time because I prayed for her the next time. Okay. It says in 17 that he came to himself. And then he went home, and he told his father, I have sinned against you. And his father wrapped him up and kissed him and never mentioned it again. And here comes that increase, that triple anointing, the triple anointing. Hey, 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 hey. The triple anointing. Verse which one? 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against you, and I'm not even worthy to be called your son. But 22, the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe. I looked at robe. That means equipment. <laughs> oh, again, I got more excited than y'all did. That's what it means. It means equipment. Bring the best equipment that the kings and the priests wear. <laughs> hey! Any of y'all need some equipment to do this thing? Well, he placed a robe on you. That is your equipment to remind you that you are royalty. That's what 1 Peter says. You are a royal priesthood. 
a royal priesthood. Priests and kings wore robes. You are a royal priesthood. And that robe is your equipment. That robe is your mantle to do what he called you to do. That robe is that mantle, the equipment to become everything he put you on this earth to become. So that you could go back home to where you belong. And he can say, well done. You did a good job with what I gave you. You did a good job with what I called you to do. You are faithful. Faithful, faithful, faithful. Hallelujah. He said, go get some, some, a ring. That ring is the authority. They wore signet rings. It had his signet on it. That meant that every single thing that father had was his. He could go down to the local store and say, give me that, 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 and I want that car, and I want that right there, and do that, and it's done. So he may have squandered his inheritance, but he got everything in the end because he came back, because he came to the Lord. <laughs> he ran back to his father. He ain't, he ain't tore up about what you've been doing. He is not tore up about it. He's just saying, change your mind about what you're doing and come back to me. That's all he wants you to do. He put shoes on you to remind you that you are pure, that you are clean. Shoes kept your feet clean, kept them from getting hurt and scarred and scuffed and calloused. And I'm sure not everyone had them. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That we are remnant. You've got to be part of the remnant. The remnant is the one that their eyes are on him. And they, it's just like those horses with those blinders on. They ain't looking to the right. They ain't looking to the left. They're looking straight ahead at him. Come on, Father. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. Anything, God. You're the one that calls the shots. I'm yours. I belong to you. I'm going to do it, God. I'm going to do it, God. I'm going to do it, God. That's the remnant. That's who you are. That's who you are. So get up. Get up out of that foreign land where you do not belong. In the name of Jesus, I call you out of that land, and I call you back to your Father in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You come back to him so that he can give you the equipment that you need. We don't get that equipment without coming to Him. In the name of Jesus, I don't want to be in this foreign land anymore, God. I don't want to be in this foreign land anymore, God. I don't want to be out here in this empty expanse, God, where I'm dying. I'm dying out here. I'm dying out here, but I want to come back to you. I want to come back to you. If there is anyone in this house today that wants to come back to him, get to this altar as fast as you can possibly get there. If there's anyone in this house that has squandered their destiny, 
that has squandered their purpose, that you are wasting it on your own self, on your own selfish desires. You are wasting it in rebellion, in that sin of witchcraft. Get to the altar. All we have to do is change our minds, see the wickedness of my ways, and turn to Him and run to Him in the name of Jesus. And that triple anointing will come up on you. Increase will come up on you. He will put on you that robe of righteousness. He will give you authority. Luke says, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. We have that authority. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.